The Burroughs of Berea is a conversational podcast. We study the Bible and we talk about it. Not all of us are of the same faith, and one of us doesn't actually have a faith. And that's wonderful. We all love one another, and we're going to continue to talk about these things. The things we believe in and the things we believe about what we read in the Bible. Not all of these are necessarily true. Some of it is opinion and speculation. Thank you for listening and speculating with us. There you go. That was good. Yes. (laughs) You are listening to the Burroughs of Berea. You are listening to Dr. Sam Frost Fridays. Well, welcome back to the Burroughs of Berea. I'm Rick Welch, and to my left is Rick Big Daddy Carter. Hey, Big Daddy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Behind the glass, Rocket Man, Andy Bishop. To my right, Sarita the Edge, Edgerton. Hello. Yeah, we have got Dr. Frost back in the studio. Thank you for being here, Dr. Frost. Thank you for having me back. How about that Again. jet lag? How's that working yeah. out for you, this back and forth crap, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and the pizza. Yeah. Boy, are my arms tired. Boy, yeah. We just ate some really awesome pizza. We always do this whenever we have these long recording days. We get pizza oh my from gosh. this place Cracker right Barrel. up the street. Oosh. Yeah, we've had Cracker Barrel and all kinds of food, but this pizza... Uh, if Man. you guys have never had it, what is it? K's? It's yep. called K's SoFlo, SoFlo uh, Pizza. SoFlo, New yeah. York so style. New Southern York Florida. They also do a couple like, like uh, what's that flatbread Cuban, like a Cuban things like that. Soul like, glow. Yeah, it like says that K's sort of New York Southern Florida Pizza. Yeah, is right. what it is. But it's fantastic. Their pizza yes. is very, for here, for around here, that's yeah. the New Yorkest thing you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's really good. But it's well, so New York, it's Southern style. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so. When it's, I didn't realize that SoFlo stood stood for Southern Florida. I thought it was like something to do with soul, but obviously, I'm not. I don't know. Oh, you remember Soul Glow? <laughs> I remember Soul, soul. Glow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> soul Glow. Yeah. That's, that's from Coming to America, <laughs> yes. right? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, that was Soul Glow, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Anyway, so we're. Um, this is going to be the final episode of this series for now. We haven't really, you know, resolved I anything. I got questions. What? Well, you're not going to cover them in this particular one. So Good I got grief, questions for Sarita. Him. Every time we have a topic, you're like, I want to change the topic. Let's I'm talk about I'm not changing the topic. No, no we're going time statements because I'm fascinated by that too. Ask her question. <clears throat> this, is the, this is your moment. Let's do it. This is my moment? Rick. This is your moment. Let's do it. This is your moment. Uh... So, Dr. Frost, yes. Revelation. <laughs> yeah. The bowls, he's the seals. Pizza. He's out. He's out. He's like, yes. I know it's a problem with it's lunch. Nap, it's nap That's time. a problem with lunch. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, nap time. Do, do you believe that everything in Revelation is symbolic, or do you believe that there are some things in there that are literal? Oh, both. I mean, it's it's. For me, Revelation is between Ascension, which is Revelation 5. Uh, that's the Ascension of Christ. And then uh, to the end, new heavens and new earth. So we're, that puts us in between that. And so that's it's seeing everything in between that. So it's what Jesus said in Matthew 24. Um, great tribulation that has not been. That's the past from the beginning of creation until now the present, nor shall be and no more. So it will end. So great tribulation... Um, and tribulation. Now, Matthew is the only one that uses great tribulation. Mark has just tribulation. So Matthew puts in there great tribulation. So uh, great tribulation is a phrase that's used in Daniel. It's used in Nehemiah. Uh, now, you might know uh, Nehemiah. Um, 
Uh, we are in great tribulation. It just means great tribulation. Uh, if you're in Ukraine right now, you're in great tribulation. That's how the phrase, great affliction, great tribulation. It's not a technical term. Dispensationalists kind of made it into this kind of a technical term of this little period that would happen before Jesus returns. There would be this little period that would happen called great tribulation, unlike any other tribulation ever before. Uh, but, you know, World War II, you know, that's, that's pretty bad. What's a great bad. tribulation? <laughs> Minor <laughs> tribulation. Yeah, that was, that was a little one. Uh, no, it's a, that's great tribulation. That's how the Bible would describe uh, birth pangs, great tribulation. These phrases are used a lot in the uh, Tanakh or the Hebrew Scriptures. And so Jesus is predicting great tribulation until no more, until it is no more. And it's that's what John sees is great tribulation until things that must be. That's what he's seeing. So these are things that must take place. When they take place, they will be quickly. Another phrasing that's found throughout the Septuagint is entake. So that's a prepositional phrase that's used adverbially to modify a verb. When they happen, they take place quickly. Deliver me, Lord, quickly. Come to me, Lord, speedily. Uh, Lord, quickly deliver me from. This is the phrasing that they would use. Uh, so that gets Psalm into our two. Statements. Look at that. Psalm two. Uh, Kiss the son, lest his wrath flare up. Entake quickly. And Psalm 2 is used as a basis for revelation, uh, perhaps more than any other psalm. That psalm is used, I come quickly. Well, yes, he comes quickly with a sharp sword out of his mouth like a thief. So if you're walking in the day, you know you're not aware if he comes or if he doesn't come. He could come in a heart attack, a stroke, or whatever. Death is in his hands, so he comes quickly. Can this you, is God. This is Yahweh. So you believe in a bodily second coming? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. So, yep. and it's coming? I don't know. I have no clue. Do we have a way of? Nope. nope. Okay. There's no way of. 1985. That's another, yeah. That's another thing. 1988. 88. My bad. Is the Jesus, they, we keep thinking that Jesus, he's giving a bunch of signs to tick off on a calendar, and he's, he's not doing anything of the kind. It's a sign. What is the sign of your presence? So it's not what are the signs that we can tick off a calendar and then we can know as relative gotcha. calculation was- when you're going to descend. That, again, is another invention that was come down the pike relatively new. Gotcha. Like the medieval times. You don't find them looking around for the coming of the Lord a whole oh, lot. Really? That's not a, a lot. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, they're more interested in building, you know, universities and creating, you know, I mean, he's going to come, but when he does, he does. Um, You get this kind of an occupy until I come mentality. So, you know, be busy. Okay. Yep. Question answered. Yeah. And he also addressed some time statements in there. So, look, we're done. Yeah, we're done. That was it. Great episode, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'll be I here all I actually had something. You had said Intake, and I had something about that in my notes I was going to talk to you about, actually. Yeah, um, that's used, that's, that's because used it's in the classic Greek. You wrote it on Facebook. I, I, you were yep. talking about Intake on Facebook. and that The you, hooves of Zeus's chariots rode quickly. It's describing the hooves. It has nothing to do with moving quickly. Time, it's yeah, it's the description. They, so when God appears, it's, it's quick. Again, English language quickly can quick can mean a time statement or an activity frenzy or it's, if it's adverbial modifying a verb, then it is just when the action happens, it's quick. Yes. It doesn't tell you 
when the action will happen. Yeah, but I, I find it interesting in John, in Matthew 24, so, or when at least Jesus said, no man knows the hour yeah, right. or time that when that these things are going to happen, that now we get revelations that's written later that now states that Jesus says, I'm coming quickly. There's a change in, in definition of time. Well, I think what we see with Peter is he says, receive my spirit. So Peter is there being martyred, um, persecuted, as Jesus said, that they would be persecuted, and he sees heaven, uh, Daniel 7, 13. Oh, you mean Stephen? Yeah, Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. So he's seeing all of this, and then he says, Lord, receive my spirit. Uh, so Jesus comes. This would be a coming. Jesus comes, and he receives his spirit. That's We're seeing it illustrated right there. Well, he did tell them that I'll come back. I'll come back I'll for come you. And- Yep, he's coming for them. So as Yahweh comes and rescues David, he comes. So this is this invisible coming, perpetual kind of coming that is spoken of that Jesus uses for his own, takes it up for himself, uses it. And to kind of give you a little side note on that, when my grandmother passed away um, many years ago, she said she saw Jesus in the room with her coming to get her. Good theology. I, 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 how was I to argue with that? I wasn't seeing what she was right. seeing, but you could feel something in the room. You could feel I could feel a, a presence in the room. But she was like, "Isn't he beautiful? Can't you see him?" And I was like, "He's not coming I for go me." To prepare for you. I will come and get you and take you to be with where I am, absent from the body, present with the Lord. That's that's all that he's saying there in John. Uh, it's not resurrection of the dead. He's not referring to any of that yet. That comes in the last day. John made that's that very such an plain. interesting take because that when. First of all, I want to say something about Acts chapter 1, the way that he leaves right in the cloud. Yep. The way that the full preterists defend it, I've always felt was a very weak defense. I never really cared for that defense. I thought... It's weak. I just think that it is. However, the way that you guys described when people die and they go is it's like in my brain, I think of it as an Acts 1 coming, okay, in that mm-hmm. way. In other words... In the same manner. So when a lot of times we think, well, he's going away in a cloud and going up, and that he will return in the same manner. But does that mean that he's returning the opposite direction in the language? Is that what it means? Or does yeah, it mean— Yeah, it does mean that. Is it directional? Because yeah. Peter in 4 says, whom heaven must receive until restoration of all things. So mm-hmm. he gives us this— uh, well, he gives ascension until restoration of all things, which I think a re- revelation is ascension until restoration of all things, which puts us somewhere in the story, somewhere um, in the middle, but maybe in the end. I don't. I don't know. It. Well, it you, becomes. I think what Matthew's trying to do with all the apocalypticism going on in the first century um, is he is he's cutting the uh, feet underneath it. There is no calculation to it. There isn't any of that. You're going to have tribulation. You're going to have suffering. You're going to have wars, earthquakes, famines. You're going to see all of these things, and you are even going to see Jerusalem fall. Mm -hmm. But the end is not yet. The end you're asking about, that is not yet. This generation is going to come. This generation is going to go. Heaven and earth will pass away, but that day, no man knows the day or the hour. That's what he's telling them. No, I don't think so. It's it's flat out in the Greek what he's telling them. Because when he says... Heaven and earth will pass away in Second Temple Judaism. That had only one meeting. <laughs> we can't one argue meeting. with no. the Greek. I can't argue with right, you. you can't then, argue with the Greek because you then, don't know it. Yeah. And then he states right, right after right after that statement what? of that day. Then well, then, of what day? So that is anaphoric. Then why wouldn't every scholar immediately say, "Stop now! Stop reading this English," 
and let's redo it. Well, I'm just well, they do like, if you read the commentary. Uh, the technical commentaries are all every Greek scholar today says that every Jesus and Paul just they believed in the imminency of what was happening, that it wasn't the language that we're describing. All scholars today. Not all, all of them. No, all scholars that are atheist scholars that are not not religious believers, but these are Some this, of them. the scholars today. You'll see them on Myth Vision. You'll see them every, like I see them on Myth Vision, but I also see them in books. Oh, I don't go to, I'm talking about Cambridge, Sorbonne, okay. Oxford, I'm, these guys, Princeton. Okay. But the, a lot of those saw the eminence YouTube. as well, including Bart Ehrman, who was a Princeton. Yeah. You know, he a, endorses that. Yeah. So he's like, hey, he, they ask failed. him what he means by eminence. What he means by eminence is that they expect, Jesus expected the the Q source of the Gospels yeah. that are the source of the Gospels that lay behind in New Testament criticism. So you have all of these different types of traditions that and were going on. And the Q source, which has and never been of, found, right? Right. That's and just, it's a it's a idea that there was a source prior to the Gospels called the Q document. So, and none of these Gospels were Q written. Q on? No, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, It's Q. just Kel. Uh, yeah. uh, in German, Kel, which just means source. So they source. just abbreviated it, Q. So doing the research there and pinning together the you know the historic Jesus and peeling back all of these layers, what you find, oh, all of the Gospels were written uh, late first century. Matthew is early second century. Mm-hmm. So second Peter, Peter did not write second Peter. That's the consensus of scholars. Second Thessalonians, Paul did not write would you, second Would you agree with that? Or no, do, I don't. You no. don't agree with that? I think a lot of the Gospels were written post-70 AD. Mark probably is the earliest, somewhere in and around 69, 70, 70, somewhere around there. So they just gave him the names because it sounded legit? Yeah, we don't know who wrote them. I don't, I don't know who wrote them. I don't know who wrote Matthew. That comes out of the traditions. But either way, it's it's you know we take them as eyewitness accounts. That's all we have. So we take them as eyewitness accounts as best as we, this, the evidence— I need something else called the Holy Spirit. Yes. Get into the whole esoteric aspect there. Um, if you went just off textual criticism, I'd end up like Bart Ehrman. Mm-hmm. If that's if empiricism was my only means I of gaining knowledge. I think that would be true for anyone that was actually studying. Oh, sure. When, we yeah, would all follow. Absolutely. We would come to that same conclusion. Yeah. But yeah. we don't because of the Holy Spirit. Again, esoteric, we have, we, we have that. Right. So we look at it from a different perspective. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But that's the frustrating part for me is that when I read it, honestly, when I try to read it in the English and I and I choose different versions and I'm and I'm looking at this and I'm I'm like Yeah. That's why you have so many translations is because of the you know nuances of Greek and bringing it out and this, that, and the other. So when you start reading Greek, and I've been reading Greek thirty some years now, it it just colors the language different and you begin to see some of the things that are going on. Well, there. do you feel sorry so, for some of us that don't know it? I mean I mean, just be no. we're no, trying. No, no. We're trying. Like I look. Uh, listen to what I do. I'll grab a concordance. Feel so, I, I and that doesn't that do anything term. for me because I'm grabbing one word out of the context of the no. Greek, and I have got to put all of these sentences together, together which means something here, so. different. Sorry? Right? Sometimes Spanish is not English, so you have a Spanish. You know what I'm? Yeah. yeah. You're not catching the new. If you what went you to New Mexico and pe- using phrases you learned out of a book, they know that that's like that's not how we talk. Colloquialism. That's not how we talk, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. What were you saying? Andy? I, I was just going to say, yeah. The the definition of a word often depends on context, no matter the language. Exactly. And so we'll talk and we'll say, oh, this is what it means, right? And then we'll go and we'll grab a word and be like, of course, it means this. It's the third definition of the word according to this right. dictionary. And so you take the third definition, you place it in its context. You don't realize that that third definition 
can't actually work within the structure of the sentence. And so therefore, right. there's we've other, created a whole new thought that actually didn't words, exist. There's other words in that sentence that you're not taking the correct yeah. way that would reshape your interpretation of the word that you picked in the first place. Yeah, and so that's why I'm going to change the name of the show. It's not going to be the Burrows of Bree anymore. I'm going to figure out how to say it in the it's Greek. called Let's Learn, uh, Let's Learn Greek. <laughs> well, the only Greek I know is my Oikos. sorority name. Oikos. So when you see a statement when Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away, and you know what the first century audience, that what they were understanding that, uh, heaven and earth language. You see it in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Which you see is it what? all over the Would you, heaven and earth. It's heaven and earth. Yeah, you're looking at like you're talking about the heaven physical. and earth. Yeah, it's no. Genesis one one. It's heaven and earth. This was readily understood in the apocalyptic, the Dead Sea Scrolls. I've read I've read all of the Dead Sea Scrolls. So it and the scholars to go along with it that are working on the Dead Sea Scrolls. So this they would have heard that. That's what they were asking when they heard this thing about Jerusalem, which is more than just somebody knocking and flicking over a couple of things. Jesus says all of these things will be, you know, thrown down one upon another. All of this is going to take place. Well, you and what army <laughs> right. are going to do that? That would take, that's like me going to a football stadium and saying, I'm, this is all going to be destroyed by you. Right. How do you need a bulldozer or a crane or how are you, what arm, you know, that's, they associated then end of the age with that. This is the coming of the glory of the Messiah. When are these things going to happen? And Jesus teases out these things and saying, you're going to see this. You're going to see this, 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 and this. You're even going to see Jerusalem surrounded by the armies, but the end is not yet. Mm-hmm. There, and that, that creates the, the tension of, that eschatology has created. Everyone thinks they're living in the end. Everyone thinks the, the end is not yet. You're not going to scratch your head when the end happens. We're not going to be debating whether or not Jesus has brought about the end of the age, and we're going to sit around and debate whether or not he did. Mm-hmm. or whether If Jesus is going to raise the dead and change the living, we're not going to sit around and, did Jesus just do that? Right. You know, we're, I like how he know picks it. up that southern accent I like how he I'm southern. We, I lived in the south for a long time from Florida. Oh, oh that's not we the don't south. That it depends. South. Certain parts south. of Florida are the south. So yeah, yeah Gainesville. Thank yes, you. where they Thank wear jorts. You. And sure. I do yeah. promise that if you vote me in as governor, I will invade Disneyland. <laughs> Andy, and that's in California. He's almost, no, no he's, Disneyland's in California. Yeah, he's already got Disney World under control. He's working on that one, so oh, he's going to head to Disneyland. He's, he's going to they're suing him and again. Then the world again. He's <laughs> just he's a glutton. For, you know, he got married at Disney. Like this is personal for him. Oh, he got married there. So he hates his wife so much. No, he's a Disney. He's a Disney adult. No, he just like you know he did that 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 one law that don't say gay law, and Disney was like, no, we'll do whatever we want. That's dumb. And then he tried to hit them with the tax thing, and they were like, actually, we are a town, and you don't tell us what to do as far as, like, local taxes, whatever. Whatever. It's a whole— well, it's, The it's biggest personal, point is, is if though. you will vote him in as president, he promises to invade Disneyland, which and he'll go from Yay. Florida all the way to there. I want to see the march. <laughs> march and army. And I— an army dressed as what? Like Warner Brothers characters <laughs> all the way across the nation. The Animaniacs. Yeah, the, yeah they're perfect. <laughs> all the Looney Tunes characters. That, that sounds like it's worth my federal tax dollars. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in. It's better than building a wall. It was a real switch Not for me really. to see where Jesus, <laughs> is, where Jesus is pronouncing and says, this generation will pass away. You're not the terminal generation. That he's he specifically is saying you're not the terminal generation. This generation was will that pass in the Greek away. as well. 
Is that what you're telling us? Well, the words, you know, this generation will pass away. That's what it says. This generation. This generation. The one he's talking to. Yeah. His generation. His generation. Will not pass away. Until all of these Until things. Until all of these things. Yes. The the Greek is there we go. the Greek is expressing this generation will not pass so every, until every version not, of the Bible is wrong. Every version of the Bible let, is wrong. Let him let him finish. I'm interested just to hear. And that, yeah. it's a it's subjunctive in Greek and it's on the conditional. So this generation will not pass away until yeah. all these things take place. Right. So what mm-hmm. happens when all these things take place? What's going to happen to this generation? They pass away. Thank you. So this generation is going to pass away. Is what he's at, is what he's telling them, I, yeah, and all the things that they're seeing. Well, what are the th- what are the all these things? That's not imminently well, clear to me from that wording. It's conditional. So you have a checklist of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, see all I'm going to ride things. a roller coaster. Okay. I'm yeah, going yeah, yeah. yeah, to park my car, and then I'm going to pass away. But that's that's not any different than the way I've heard that verse read before. This generation shall not pass away until all these things take place. Yes, which then, doesn't mean then, that death is not gone. Just means that those the timeline of the no, things. No, the generation will be gone. No, the thing oh, is talking about the timeline. Does that's, no, that's the timeline of the things to be done. It's frustrating here because right. I can go to any Greek grammar right now and. So all the Greek grammars are wrong now. So if I can speak, so not only are if, if the I creeds wrong, not only is the whole church in, wrong, in, but the whole Greek grammars—they're all wrong too. No, I'm not debating. Is that why you put so much emphasis on the? Creeds? I mean, it's hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, definitely. This is, a, this is a good question here. Is that why you put so much emphasis on the creeds? Yes, because they, the scholars have done the work. Yes, so. they definitely have done the work. And so whenever yeah. they put that information in there, they're saying, "Hey, go." These Look, are guys that read Greek. This is their own language. Uh huh. And so the scholars are, are telling you through these creeds, hey, look, this is how you interpret it because this is what the Greek language. So that's where the creed is like, like a commentary for you to help you, to help you whenever you go read the Bible. Yeah. So they had to create the creeds because, well, not only because they were building the church, but also because they were trying to help the believer understand something in the scripture. They understood the limitations. And then once you understood that, you could agree upon that. If you have a wording and phrasing of a condition, now there's four types of conditions in Greek. So if you have something, this X will happen until, or this X will not happen until. Well, after the until, then the X goes away. That's it's based upon the condition. So this generation will see all these things, or this generation shall not pass away until all these things take place. Well, what happens when all these things take place? Well, just take the not out. This generation will pass away. It's that simple. It's just grammar. You just take the knot out, based on the condition of eos, which is until. That's which is, what. That's so how it's which, worded. There. Which is why a dispensational. Sorry, go ahead, Rick. No, I'm sorry. Which generation is it then? Oh, that he's talking to, his contemporary generation. So he's telling them this generation will see all of these things. Now that phrase, all these things, that's a very definite phrase, and he's already defined what all these things are in verse eight of Matthew 24. All these things are the beginnings of earth uh, birth pains, birth right? Mm-hmm. Well, what are they? Famines, earthquakes, wars, rumors of wars, persecutions, hatreds in my name, gospel going forth, all of the things that he lists there. All these things, that's a demonstrative pronoun. That's yeah. referring all these things that I've just listed. That's they all these things. Mm-hmm. You are going to see famines, earthquakes, wars, persecutions, hatreds in my name, preaching the gospel, 
gospel going into the nation. You're going to see all of these things. You're even going to see Jerusalem destroyed. But the end is not yet. That's emphatic. But the end is not yet. Let's go to that. Real this quick. generation will come yeah. and go. Because mostly, let's yeah, that's a reading of that line. That's the same as the reading I've heard. This end, let's, yeah, go, this, let's go. Let's go to the it right end quick. is not yet. Yeah, it's, when the end is not yet, that that's very poignant. I want to right, let's, right. Let's just the very, the if very he's telling them that they're the terminal generation, why would he even add the superfluous? The end is not. It'd be like, duh. I got to wait until I see Jerusalem surrounded by the armies, and then I can know that the end. It it's it's like I'm not going to tell you when the end is, but when you see this, 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 and this, know that the end is at hand. But I'm not telling you when it is. I'm just going to give so, you within the certain. Let's read the, it. Let's read what he says. What's the version? I'm in NASB. So he says, um, like he just he he gave all of these the, the whole list. I mean, it's huge. Uh, therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, let the reader understand, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains, um, which makes sense that it would be that generation that's alive because it is... Oh, certainly. Okay, so wh whoever is on the housetop must not go down to get yep. things out of his house, and whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. That's not talking about the rapture. No. Nope. It's talking about the swiftness of how quick this is going to happen. But woe to those women who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those yep. days... Moreover, pray that when you flee, it will not be in the winter or on a Sabbath, uh, for then there will be a great tribulation such as not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will again. And if those days had not been cut now short... stop. Yep. If those days... And if those days had not been cut short... Uh-huh. Right. So are you saying that if those days... No, was a no flesh would be saved. Uh-huh. So if seventy those, A.D. If they, if he wouldn't have cut that short, then no flesh would be. If he had not stopped the Roman armies in seventy A.D., no flesh would survive. Yeah, everyone's life, going to be annihilated. Yeah, like no life would have been saved for the sake of the elect. Those days would be cut short. Right, which is all so, flesh. It looks like that's right. It is all flesh. That's, it looks like it says yeah, all flesh yeah. here. Then, if anyone says to you, "Behold, here is the Christ," or "He he is over here." Do not believe him, for false Christ and false prophets will arise. Okay, and stop right there. Okay. Where is Jesus? He is over here. Do not believe him. No, where, I mean, where do we know where he is? He's at the right hand of the Father. Thank you. So yeah. don't follow anyone that says he's here on earth. Right, he's at the right he's hand not. of the Father, right. He's at the right hand of the Father. For false Christ and false prophets That's will arise. That's why I don't follow anyone that says, oh, he's here on earth with us now today spiritually. No, he's at the right hand of the Father still. Oh, I don't say he's here now today spiritually. The full preterists do. Huh? The fullness of the dwelling of Jesus is in us bodily now. The fullness of the Godhead is with us now bodily dwelling in the temple of God that has been restored spiritually, covenantally now from the time of 70 minute, AD on. onwards. That's a, are you telling me that that's a full preterist belief? Yeah, it's Don Preston. Yeah. That's Mike Sullivan. That's in our book, House Divided, when I wrote the book with him. Well, that's does, what we believe. That's not Max King. Christ yep. not reside in a church? Yeah, see? I'm a, no, I'm asking it. I'm not saying. I'm asking. By, like, I know about the indwelling spirit, Holy, the indwelling Holy Jesus spirit. of Nazareth bodily. He's at the right hand of the Father. I haven't seen him. I've but, never seen Jesus. But the fullness of the Godhead is living within us, according to full preterists? Yeah, the fullness of the, I will live with you and you will be my God. I didn't hear my that people. from That's full entirely preterism. fullness. That's the entire fullness. I never heard that years. just from them. I believed that since I was young. That's what? That Christ is within us. By the Spirit. No, Christ the in you. The, the Spirit. The, the, yeah. Like, there's all kinds of words. Like, 
well, again, Christ in you, the are, hope of glory, again, and all of those all, things. We're arguing yeah. over words. We are, but I'm just, I'll, I was just listening to what he said here. Well, there's the distinction, for example, when Paul says, seek those things which are above where he is at the right hand of the Father. So that's obviously making a distinction. Now, Paul, this is the same Paul that says Christ in us, but he's, on the other hand, he's saying where he is. Yeah. So there's one person, two natures. There's the bodily human Jesus Christ, and then there's the Christ that's united by spirit that dwells in us. Yeah. So uh, we don't have the fullness whenever, yet. If you remember whenever, right before Nathaniel was called to be a uh, one of the disciples, he Jesus comes up and says, "In him is no guile," and yeah. he said, "I saw you under the tree," and and he was like, yeah. "Wow, you know, he's amazed by that," and he was like, and, "You know, you're amazed by that." I tell you that you will see the Son of Man, that angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. He is over here. Do not believe him. Verse twenty four: For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will provide great signs and wonders, so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Behold, I have told you in advance. Uh, so if they say to you, so that so far he's still talking to his contemporaries in front of him. Oh, yeah. Behold, I have, yeah. So if they say to you, behold, he is in the wilderness or do not go out, uh, do not go out, or behold, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe them. For just as the lightning comes from the east and flashes as far from the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. Wherever the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. Now, now he continues. He doesn't say in the end is not yet. No, he already did in eight. He already did. So, but yeah. immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be dark. Now there, now stop right now there. Now we're getting into the apostle. Immediately apocalyptic. after the tribulation of those days. That's right. So, how long are those days? How long does that last? The tribulation. Yeah. Go back to Daniel. You'd have to go to Daniel to find that. I imagine. Yeah. Because he's talking about the abomination of desolation. Yes. That's. Yes. Doesn't it? The, link those to days that are there. How long does that last? Well, how long does persecution last? It's still going on. Thank no. you. More martyrs are, more are, martyrs are being yeah, but, made today. In other words, did Jesus take away anything? Has he taken away murder? Has he taken away earthquakes? We went, we're going, famines? We're going back to that same Has he taken we away any of these things? What do you mean? They're, they're all here. Did he say he was going to take away if earthquakes? these things are descriptions of tribulation, which he already defined as tribulation and birth pains. Yeah. What are they? Earthquakes, famines, all, those, all the things he described. The and they're step. still here. Then the tribulations are still here until no more. Well, mm -hmm. they're still here. Until they be no more, that part Until they be no more. Yeah. So if you have the beginnings of birth pains, what will the end of birth be? The I birth. Guess. Every birth. mother can tell you. The birth. Do the birth yeah. pains continue or do they end? After you pass the placenta. Gone. Yeah. That's the imagery going on. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm still being persecuted. Yeah. So it didn't go away. And that's his point. From the beginning, such tribulation from the beginning of creation. You see how far he's reaching back? Mm -hmm. From the beginning of creation. You mean Noah, the flood? That was pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Jerusalem is going to be greater than the flood of Noah? Yep. Jerusalem is worse than the 80, 70 was flood worse. of Noah that wiped off all flesh until eight, unless eight people? Please, you're please, yeah, yeah, yeah. please. It's, I mean, please. It's, if you just go by well, the yeah, numbers, but, well, then uh, I hold feel on. Like the there is was, there is one thing can't. to be said. No, there is one thing to be said here. I'm not, I'm not trying to be. Here's what I'd say: Ask a Jew. I'm not. I'm not trying to discredit the Jew. I'm not trying to say anything other than there is one thing to me 
that stands out that Christ constantly and consistently said, they killed the Son of God. Correct? Some they, of them did. Well, they did. I mean, some. Well, well the it apostate was, it, it ones. Was on their I mean, Roman was the Rome was there too. You know. Well, of course, but we understand that it was the Jews. Oh, Pontius Pilate could have stopped it. And it's. I'm not being anti-Semitic. I'm talking about of their to, time. Could, do yeah. what? Pilate could have stopped it. He's the procurator. He could do whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. He but just because gives, he wanted he gives to keep into the, the crowd, peace, he did what he did. He gives into the he gives into the crowd. Yeah, but he could have stopped it. Well, I, my, I think my point is is that like even Jesus's parables, like the parable of the vineyard and all these things, they say we're going to kill his son, and then they come back yeah. and then he burns it with fire. Right? But they got to go through the courts. Yeah. So his whole his his parables leading up to that are telling these people. Oh, what's I have no doubt. To them. Now, if you go to Leviticus and you're familiar with blessings and cursings. Part of the ble- the cursings of the covenant is the destruction of their city and the ex- and the exile. That's Deuteronomy 28, that's, through and through. And Leviticus 26. Yeah. So, so Jesus is a prophet. Sounds like Jeremiah. If you guys don't continue to do what you're continuing to do, I'm going to exile you from your city. Yeah. Which he did. But the, but that's covenantal language. But does it? But read the end of Leviticus 26. Okay. Though you have served other idols, and though you are scattered among the nations, and though you have incurred all of my wrath yet— I shall not forget thee. I shall remember my covenant made with you yeah. forever well, with Abraham. But Paul and goes if back you and call says and it's not of those among that, you, then I will right. But Paul you. goes back and says that it's not of those as those promises have been canceled or not remembered. Of course they have been, but oh, not they all, have not been canceled. Not all, not all of Israel is Israel, and right, right. So I mean, so Paul makes that distinction. What's interesting in Deuteronomy four and five is that that's stated that they will be scattered among the lands, and in Deuteronomy four it's called, and while you are in the tribulation, scattered yeah. among the lands. Mm-hmm. This is after seventy A.D. That's the war that scatters them. Right? The last days, it calls it. In the last days when you are scattered among the nations, if you seek and call me there, you will be found by me. So they have to be scattered. Well, here comes Paul in Romans 9 through 11 and saying their scattering is riches for the nations. Hmm. Why? Their scattering is part of the plan of the riches that comes to the gospel nations. But we're post AD 70 now. You see what I'm saying? It's post AD 70. Paul's looking beyond. He knows that it's coming. He knows that the Jerusalem is going to be destroyed. He knows all of this. He, he heard it from Jesus, so he's talking about it. But if he has the scattering that takes place afterwards, he asks the question, in light of all of this, has God rejected his people? God forbid, by no means. Wasn't the scattering before? No. Well, doesn't that, that's what Peter the scat- calls them, no, the diaspora. The, well, you have the diasporic Jews that were the Babylonians that were the scatterings, but I mean, Paul's seeing another scattering because they're in the city. They're I mean, there the were land. synagogues in every... In you every see a distinction in the scatterings? You actually see a distinction there? Rome, read Luke 21, and they shall be held captive by the nations, and the nations shall lead them captive among the nations. Okay. They will scatter them among the nations. So you're talking about the after effect. He's using covenant language well, they, there. And so, but you see that once that's scattering, you see that as the blessing, not as Paul a completion. Paul sees that they're scattering as the blessings. Well, Josephus talks about it. Yeah. That's the, that is the a le- blessing to the nations. So that, then he... so. You have this scattering going on among the nations, right? Yeah. What will their acceptance be for life from the dead? What is their fullness? So when Israel comes into their fullness, that can't be 70. We're post-70. We're, we're the, the war is already happening. We're in the scattering time now. 
So their fullness comes after this scattering, the resurrection and life from the dead. That comes after. That's out here. That can't all happen right there in 70 AD. The world's crazy. It can't happen. It, Paul's in this pattern, so he's not upset that a majority of Jews haven't, re, haven't came gonna to Christ. I'm going to be honest with you. He's I'm not upset be with, with that you. at all. I'm going to have to go back and look at that because I oh, yeah. don't know what you're talking about. In Deuteronomy 4 and Leviticus <laughs> okay. 26. I don't have the Bible memorized, yeah. but I'm, I'm hearing you and I'm trying to, I'm like, I'm trying to put it all together. And unfortunately I just can't. So I'm going to have to come back and visit. And we all will, right. I'll, we'll come back and visit that again. That's good. I just want to look, see what you're talking Critical about. Critical stuff. I never, I've never heard that. Yeah. I haven't. These That's are the further questions that I had as a full, and they weren't getting answered. Because we we everything we did had to stop by seventy A.D. You couldn't go beyond seventy A.D. because then you're you still got some prophecies out here and you can't have any of that. Yeah, so everything's got to cut short seventy A.D. So you're you're shooting yourself in the foot as far as what we were talking about before. You know, having a an ability to think broadly and inclusively. You know, bringing in a lot of different types of views and things of that nature. You should be able to do that as a scholar. Rather than limiting yourself to seven, you're li- you're greatly limited. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so much you can do. That's it. You, all of this other scholarship that's out here is just that's well, all wrong. It's all future. Granted, but you also you also entered into that group believing it too, just like anyone else oh. did. So when you see those texts, Definitely. not only the time text, but then you start putting things together like Daniel and First Corinthians, First Thessalonians four, and all, yeah. like all of these things start to merge. Gary Demar, by any stretch, is not an ignorant man. He's a very smart oh. man. He's put a lot. You Thank see where is. I'm not saying that he's a full predator. He's never admitted it. I know what you guys think yeah. because of what he said on my show. We snookered him by <laughs> by accident. Nobody it was meant, an accident. Nobody meant to do that to Gary DeMar. It wasn't our intention. Um, but you just one of the media coverage. That was all of your the, we were just trying to get more <laughs> listeners and it worked. Yeah. So yeah, hey. trying to get more. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wanted to meet him and I I got to uh, I've developed this love of watching shot put now. I do. Oh, oh yeah, he shot was big into shot put. He was, he? and yeah. I and I. It's I a fascinating sport, and I never realized just how fascinating the sport was. He's a generally sporty guy, and those dudes are really, really powerful. But anyway, long no kidding. Long I know story a female short. shot putter. Do you? I do. She Man. went to college for it. Wow, cool. Don't mess with her. I bet. I wonder if you. <laughs> She'll uh, throw me. I would call him a put shotter. So if you if you take. Um, where was I at in my brain? Where were we? Where were we? Gary DeMar's not done. Yeah, yeah, all of these men, like... I was reading Gary DeMar in 91, 92 so, and yeah. followed him. So once everybody went to Pella, where did they go? Yeah. Did they scatter amongst the nations? What about the no, ones some that of were the led captive? Some of the Christians What about the ones Pella? that were led captive out? Well, that but were the taken scattered, to the, are the scattered the believers or the scattered the Jews Well, that are unbelievers? Remember some that of the believers went there to were, Pella. There were a... Um, there was... Quite a few that were children and that were women that were let, and some of the older men that could not fight that were captured in Jerusalem that were carried out. Some were taken to gladiator pits and were and were used in sport and killed off. We don't know. They were sold off to. So there is a Rome. They were there's the scattering of the nations. He's talking. That's the remnant getting scattered out. You got the the Jews from Pella that are starting to scatter out and disperse out later after seventy A.D. There's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, because you have another thing in 73 with Masada, and then you have another Bar Kokhba. So there's a scattering of the nation. So these are 500,000 Jews that are killed in 135. So we're, where are all these Jews? We're, well, they're still there. They're, they're, yep. they're, they so did, there's your answer. Judaism didn't end in 70 AD. It's like, oh, there's no more Jews. No, no Judaism <laughs> stayed, but their faith 
the, wasn't recognized no. by the father anymore. Am I wrong? No. Hmm. You tell me. They're still here. We're still talking about them. So I never thought I never thought of that scattering. I want to go back and look at that a little bit more, and I appreciate that. And I, I would say, for this series, guys, I think we should since we've solved the problem between Sam Frost and the rest of the world now again, again, we solved another come, problem. Come to Burrows of Bria and have <laughs> have Burrows all of, of all problems solved. Please send all your thank yous to my email. <laughs> would you pass? Would you pass? Would you pass right. a message on to Jason Bradfield for yes. me when you talk to him? Yeah, tell him that He's I was going to hear this. I don't think he'll listen to me. He, he, tells me, he told me to kick rocks. Nah. <laughs> anyway, so here's the deal. You hurt my feelings, Bradfield. No, I'm just kidding. In all reality, I listened to his sermon on John chapter 5, and I enjoyed that sermon. I did. Um, I know he's against full preterism as well, but I wanted to say something. Not all of us believe um, that, that God is not able to put bodies back together at the molecular level at any time from any point in history. I don't believe that, okay? I believe that God is perfectly able and can and will if that is his will to do so. You okay. believe that it is? Yep. That is I, I don't believe that is necessary for what the way that I look at this. You but will. I do believe <laughs> but I do believe I, I that God faith. God God created everything from nothing. So I see no issue why he can't down through the centuries and, and millennia of people who have lived to put them all back together the way he wants. Yeah, that's not if that's option. what he wants to do, why would I say God can't? There's no way. That's silliness. But anyway, and I will go kick rocks now. I'm going to go outside no, and no. kick rocks for a while. Jason's the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet in your life. Except when he's not. <laughs> no, it's just... You know, we don't know each Jason. other at all. I did ask him if I could friend him, and he, he accepted him my request, and two, that's nice. Go two decades now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So he were... Yeah, he and I were... Two you don't? In the pod. Nope. Have oh. no idea who this guy is. I just, uh, Sorry, I Jason. I, the Burrs of Berea walked in. We were like, hey, let's study the Bible. That sounds fun and easy. And then it was like a giant crap show from that point on. It was like, as soon as, oh, and by the way, you need to know the another language. Oh, and not just that one, another one. And not just that one. You need Ed to understand one. culture. Ed and one. one. Add one. Yeah. It's an infinity yeah. of learning. Add one, yeah. yeah. That was a callback from the that very good, good second callback. episode. Good callback. Good job, Mr. Carter. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and um, so we'll, well... I've enjoyed being here. Thank you well, for thank you. tolerating me. Uh, I'm not actually, out now. I mean, we're good. Yeah. I've got... Yeah, you've got Sarita here is on your side. The rest yeah. of us want to beat you in the mouth. No, none of us do. It's Go just a joke. <laughs> well, I just appreciate that he answers a question when you you ask it. I mean, yeah. I, I, maybe I believe that way. Maybe I don't. Maybe you believe that way. But he, at least he answers the way he believes. And, yeah. you know, being that you were in this movement yeah. Lock, and now and you're not, now you're not. Well, and, that's I, and why, that gives it some credence and, and some legitimacy, and not just and in it, but writing, promoting it, writing it, it helping we're it. We're all on this journey. It. Like a year ago, I was a, probably a dispensationalist. I didn't even know that yeah. word, but I probably was. I was a left behind. I, I'm assuming that's what dispensationalism is, but I'm not anymore. And it has caused me to to think about what I believe, how I believe about the Bible. Reading the Bible has changed. Being here changed the way. I read the Bible and trying to figure out yeah. what do these words mean in the Greek? Well, I don't understand. We don't translate it correctly. And translations and, are great. So, I don't and, want to knock and here's another, here's a, something to think about. So if Paul, Matthew, Luke didn't write these books, they all spoke Hebrew, did they not? Or yeah. Aramaic? They could, yeah. So they wouldn't have written in Greek. 
So whoever wrote oh, this? Oh, no, they were bilingual. So they spoke Greek as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact, in Acts, it tells, and, and then uh, there's one speech where Paul says, and then speaking Hebrew. So he could go back and well, forth. Well, that was I mean, that was the national Tarsus. language because Alexander the Great was like 300 years before Christ. I mean, he was yeah. By that time, by that they time, they'd ruled the world, and that so, was the that would be like English of our day. The, how powerful it goes from all around the world. But, That's what Greek was. I mean, many Greek, okay. yeah. The commentator, the technical commentaries, the the ones that are the Greek commentaries are all noting that you know Hebraisms and things that I brought up before. This is a guy that's thinking Hebrew, but he's he can write Greek and speak Greek. And now, and not Jesus the greatest in the world, but spoke Aramaic, though, correct? Oh yeah, definitely. That's how he read Hebrew, so he would have read Hebrew scrolls. Yeah, like, when he read when the he, temple, he, he would have read, read the yeah. scroll in the synagogue would have been written right. in Hebrew. In the synagogue, but, not temple. But I guess Sorry. street talk was Aramaic talk. Aramaic would have been normal everyday, everyday conversation. Not English like the chosen. Yeah, not yeah. English like totally the chosen. That's right. No, that's biblically accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whether Jesus knew I Greek. Do, we don't know. I do have one final question that I would like to ask you. Um, bum, bum, bum. No, it's not. It's not. This is not a surprise question. I mean, it's one that I've. I actually asked him already, but you I never got an answer. Stop beating your wife lately. Yeah. Is it okay if I beat my wife? No. Is it? <laughs> Holly wife, will beat you. She has yeah, a gun. Yeah, she can I don't shoot know me. that she'd win that one. Not at all. Last. <laughs> my my last question I want to ask is this. During your testimony, we talked about. You had said that there never really was like a conversion. You'd always believed, and then you had moments of rededication throughout yeah. the course of your life. And you've admitted not only publicly in your books, also on Facebook and everything, that you have had differing views in eschatology. You've come to the place where you are at today. Um, all along that journey, um, do you believe that you have the indwelling Holy Spirit within you and that he was with you during that journey, that your mind was doing what it was doing, but he was with you. There's, there's you know why I'm asking ways, the yeah. question, don't you? There's different ways I can There's a reason it. I'm asking the question. Yeah. I because, mean, the, the Spirit was with, guiding me along like, you know, a Mormon is a Mormon today, and but, you know, 10 years from now, he's not going to be a Mormon. He's going to be Yeah, because is this your final eschatology where you are today? How could you say oh, I, that? You don't know, do you? Yeah. You do know now. This is it. You're going to die with this one. It, what has happened is that what was so weakly taught to me growing up in churches concerning resurrection and new heavens and new earth, um, it, heaven was just such an emphasis. It's made me go back to the early fathers. And then, again, I'm not alone in what I'm saying. I'm drawing off a great wealth of scholars, uh, J. Christian Becker and uh, N.T. Wright. I could go down the list of men that are seeing it, Robert Hutchinson. Uh, uh, just you know, on down the line of uh -huh. scholars that again, a lot of people are not reading. I've been Witherington the Third. I mean, you could, you could just all these guys. These are great scholars writing these massive, massive works. Very well respected internationally. Conservative and liberal alike respect what it is that these guys are putting out. So you pay attention to that kind of stuff, to someone that's labored in the word for 60 years in the original languages, in the fields, in the museums, translating the cuneiform, translating the actual text. That You pay attention to those kinds of guys. That you don't, that They've given their entire soul to this. And when you get a consensus of them all seeing and saying the same thing, you pay attention to that too. So who am I? Oh, you guys are all wrong. That's a serious thing there, and just because you're reading the Bible in a certain way or something, um, that has to be tested. That has to be 
you know, fought and that's the way the things kind of work. So was I saved during all this time? Paul says an interesting thing. In Galatians, he said, separated from the womb of my mother to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Was that while he was killing and persecuting the church? Well, yes. He's always been called. He's always been, he's always, always, it's, it's destiny. So he's always been that. Even in his times when he was killing and destroying the church, he's still the are elect. There, are there elect within the full preterist movement? Oh, I have no doubt in my mind. So I don't condemn them from the standpoint you're going to hell. I've never said anything like that ever. I'm only from the standpoint of historic Christendom as defined by history is not full preterism. It's 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 I would totally agree with yeah. that. We both that's, know that's, that. I wrote this in the first paragraph in Misplaced Hope in my book that according to Westminster Confession of Faith, we're heretics. <laughs> Bottom line, you can't just but I didn't care about it. Well, then. I, I was used like, to I get, but the Bible says. I used to so. get really offended by that word heretic. I don't yeah. anymore. It doesn't have the power it once did because of I understand its definition. <laughs> kind of like the word ignorant. I we used, don't you dare call me ignorant. And they're like, no, I just meant that you don't know. Yeah, ignorant. You know, like I ain't ignorant anyway. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I have I have one. Uh, sorry, I know Sarita's like. No, it's good. Okay. Uh, so it seems like. You, uh, it seems like you believe that uh, full preterism kind of leads to a bleak looking world to you, which, yeah, yeah. which is kind of the opposite of Rick, but that's not why what I'm asking. Uh, so, did uh, you come to that decision about preterism before you started to change your mind, or did you find evidence that you thought went against full preterism and then? Your evolution on, uh, and then your view of it evolved to thinking yeah. it was a bleak thing. Was, What's the order of operations? It there? was uh, an accident of discovery. Uh, how I left because if you would have told me a year before then, I would have thought you were crazy because I just published a book with Don Preston mm -hmm. and with Mike Sullivan and Dave Green and uh, Dave Preston or Don Preston. We were getting, we were planning on going out and doing a speaking tour, so. I was on top of the world. You got kicked out of that speaking I mean, I'm, a, I'm with the best guru of the movement who's just published my book. I couldn't have been more happier. I was like, this is it. We're, we're at the top. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm Don Preston's right-hand man. But, this, but this is did fantastic. You have, did you have these, these creeping ideas about yes, the bleakness already? Okay. Always in the yeah. back. That's what Again, that's hearing. that yeah. thing where you're always criticizing your own view. Mm -hmm. Sure. So always in the back. But and so that will either strengthen or fortify your view, or you'll start seeing, oh no, we've got some cracks in the dam here. We better patch these things up. Oh gosh, they're getting bigger. Mm -hmm. Oh no, it's starting to break. <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of like ah, and that's how it was for me. And then now, where I'm at, years after, uh, just seeing how wrong I was, but but also why I was wrong. Why. That's what's got fortified is why I was wrong. How did I get there? Those are all very important things to me that I'm, you know, how did I get there? You know, how, we'll connect the dots. Let's just follow Gary tomorrow. Well, and I think that's the biggest, the whole the reason why I was looking towards you and Bradfield and all of them at the time was He's because the, same the, way. the vitriol that I saw at first is what really 
I was just like, why are you guys doing this? Please, yeah. you're not showing. I don't see the love in that, and I'm looking at it. And but no, I again, love Barry tomorrow. I love. But I wore. I walked right into the world. Like I said, we walked into a war that we weren't aware of, and all because we wanted to study the Bible. <laughs> well, but we're on to something. Let's be real. The birds of Bree are on to something. We have really been seeking, and we're not where we once were. Well, I think That's that good. you have to, yeah. you know, sometimes when we are in the midst of correction or discipline or whatever it is, change, when somebody calls us out on something or in 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 the case of Dr. Frost, oftentimes he calls out or somebody will call him out, it seems harsh. You know, when I punish my child and discipline my child, it seems harsh to them. Yeah. Until it, it develops their character. Mommy hates me. Yeah, you're the worst mom you're the ever. Worst mom ever. Yeah, that's a great compliment. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think it's easy to read into sometimes what people write. Like you're talking about, we don't always understand the Greek, the the nuances of the Greek. We don't oftentimes understand what someone's saying until you meet them face to face. Like hearing someone speak about he said similar things that he says on Facebook in person and they don't sound as harsh because I'm not, I'm hearing what he's saying. I'm not reading into what he's saying. He's saying yeah. them. And I know that he's trying to come from a place. We all seek to come from a place of love. And, and he does, he, he fully believes that full preterists are wrong. And, his way of love is trying to correct them. I use a prod sometimes. You know. <laughs> and their way of love is trying to correct them back. And sometimes it involves name calling, and that's not always loving. But I have to say, our sweet little Addie, who had sent me those yeah. questions, all three questions were answered over the course of either oh. his testimony or these episodes we, we've, that we'll be releasing on Frosty Fridays. Really? Um, yes, yeah, sir. We're not calling them Frosty Fridays. Oh, Dr. I Frost Fridays. Was, we're calling them Dr. Sam Frost Fridays. Dr. Sam Frost. <laughs> Fridays with Sam Frost. Yeah. I'm flattered. Dr. Sam Frost. Um, but she, all of her questions were answered, and I, without me directly a- answering well, them. Well, let's just tell them. Addie how much we love and appreciate <laughs> her. Thank you for being, for. She actually oh, asked about. Yeah treating full predators with love and you yeah. just addressed the final question. So I thought that was pretty poignant. And I've seen many come. I mean, I get emails a lot. I get over the years I've gotten, there was just one the other day, um, read your book, came out, you know, saw it, lights yeah. went off. Thank you for your book. So I get a lot of that. We've sold hundreds and hundreds of, of these books. So I get a lot of that kind of stuff. Yep. A lot. All right. Is that um, it? No more questions? I think we're done. No, I'm good. Thank th- you. That, that was a, those were good. Yeah, and I thought that was a I think it's a good end to it. I think that uh again, Dr. Frost, thanks for being See on the show. See what the storm is after this, and if you decide to have me back have me have me back, I'd give this a couple of months and see what <laughs> Yeah, yeah. See what because there's there is going to be a fallout. Yeah. You're going to get inundated. By others, predators. yeah, they're gonna 
They're going to come Sam's after me. wrong, wrong here, wrong, wrong. Yeah, well, that's, you know, they're, 20, which is, they're allowed. Maybe listen, we'll learn something interesting Rick from Rick got called the bad happen. word by somebody one time in, yeah. in an email. It was. Yeah. I have been called all kinds of things. Good. Yeah, um, thank, okay. thank you. I, I don't think I've ever said this out loud, but thank you for being point of contact. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay because we just, we just came out with a new website and all mail is being forwarded to Andy. <laughs> me. If I'm ever, if I'm ever like, if I'm ever bad or Does like really the key Lord? him off, he, I swear he will start. Forwarding this is what's going to happen. Yeah, Let me tell my, you, what, that'll be my punishment. Once we forward all mail to Andy, I just want you to know there will be no response. <laughs> yeah, there will be no response. <laughs> anyway, it'll be, but thanks it'll again. It'll be done with love. Yeah, and we will bring you back. I'm sure I'll get inundated with whatever, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Know, it's just some of it will be truly interesting if people present it. In a way, and that I'd like to know too. Nice and yeah, rational. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? If people are going to have good points, as long as they just aren't a jerk about the way they put them, and they yeah. are welcome to come on this response. show and or come on this podcast and share their beliefs. I know that I know Mike Sullivan won't debate you, but my goodness gracious, I pay good money for that. Oh, Man, that I would, would love be so that. good. I'd love it. Oh, I'd love it. I would, I would like to it. see you and Gary tomorrow. There was something going like on between like any was, of them. It was. Uh, it was supposedly Don and Mike, and then you and Jeremiah Nortier, wasn't it? At one point, yes. And then what happened? Um, something fell something through. Was, it was on Mike's part. No, we were all set and ready to go. I thought. I thought it was on. Oh, Nortier's. it was uh, me. It, was on it wasn't Jeremiah. It was Jeremiah's uh, friend. And then he said something that made Mike mad, and then they, and then Mike pulled out and said, oh. well, "I'm not doing this." I don't know. But we I, had it. It was right there. I was like, oh, man. Was, I hate I not, was already. I hate not having Mike in the room. I want Mike to be able to speak for himself. I can't answer for Mike. Love you, Mike. Um, so anyway, thanks again for being on the show. We'll bring you back. I will let you know uh, how many people hit my guts, and then we'll see how that goes from there. <laughs> Just forward all the emails to him. It's yeah. <laughs> you really want to know? Right. We'll check this out. Yeah. yeah. Big Daddy, good to oh, see yeah. you. Thanks for being here, Andy. Thank you. Yeah, man. And Sarita, thanks for hanging out so long. I know you got to buzz it and get out. You know it. And we will talk to you guys again next time on the Burrows of Berea. Peace out. Bye, y'all. Hey, guys. This is Rick from the Burrows of Berea. Do you know how much blood, sweat, and tears it takes to make a podcast? None. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't cost a lot. And so if you guys don't mind, if anybody would like to give to help us with these episodes, it would be great. We'll put out even more content. And if you go to our Patreon page, just search for the Burrows of Berea, you'll get extra notes, extra episodes, and it's pretty much free. A dollar gets you a lot. Thanks, guys. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> Joke people yeah? got that. <laughs> Jokes, yeah? Jokes? Jokes, am I Jokes? Right? I will rain my this BM, baby in. My, ba- you, you my BMW fly down the mountain. We're good. <laughs> Don't you worry about it, Rick. You won't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> I love it. You guys ready? Bing, bang, Dr. Bang. Frost, you ready? Yes. <laughs> he sounds so excited. Yes. <laughs> Whatever.